Hey everybody, it's Adrian. So before we jump into the episode today, we wanted to let you guys know that we now have a Patreon. Yes, we have a Patreon. It has been set up. You can feel free to go and check out the tiers and see what's going on. We are so excited about it. We are really, really stoked to bring you guys some bonus content. And of course, who knows, maybe some things in the future. So go ahead and check it out. You can find it at patreon.com slash slash her pod. That is a mouthful. Again, that's patreon.com slash slash her pod. And it's slash her with two H's. So S-L-A-S-H-H-E-R slash her pod. And go check out the tiers. And we appreciate you guys' support. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. And welcome to Slash Her, a delusional look into the art of horror and all things spooky, kooky, and terrifying. I'm Adrian. I'm Stormy. And welcome back to Slash Her Podcast. This is a new month. We are in the month of July. And what better way to kick off the month of July? Well, not, I guess, kick off, but just celebrate July in general than with a very fun theme. I'm really excited about our theme this month. Oh, yeah, girl. I love aquatic horror. I am terrified by aquatic horror. Um, sharks are like the most like interesting but terrifying creatures to me. I like whenever Shark Week was a thing or when I, I'm sure it still is a thing, but when I had cable and I could watch Shark Week, that was my shit. My TV never left. Like sharks are crazy and I love them. But they are terrifying, and I'm always afraid that some asshole has dumped one in, like, some fresh water that I'm in, and it has adapted, and it's going to eat me, so. Honestly, I'm just ready for that to happen at this point. Who cares anymore? <laughs> Take me out at any second. You know what I'm saying? Like, any which way, as long as it's interesting. Eat me great white daddy exactly uh okay cool i was gonna pretty much lead with just asking you and seeing if you were like a huge fan of aquatic horror or if it's even something that you vibe with i mean do you typically like watch these kinds of movies is that your oh, yeah, vibe mm-hmm. i enjoy it. i mainly stick to shark movies i don't really um venture out very much so i guess i'm a big fan of shark movies not aquatic horror but i'm branching out this month yeah, exactly. But the shark movies, you know, they fit in that subgenre of horror. So it's all the same to me. I really do enjoy aquatic horror also uh, in all shapes and forms because obviously the ocean terrifies me. Um, it's just, it, it, it freaks me out. It really does. Um, like it exists on the same planet as us, but yet we know more about space than we do about the ocean. Yeah, it's crazy how, like, unventured and unexplored the ocean is. 
and it freaks me the fuck out. It truly does. Um, but kind of really quickly the fallback because you did mention obviously um, like how you just generally will typically watch shark movies, but obviously aquatic horror itself is it kind of goes beyond that. Obviously, the one important thing that kind of connects aquatic horror together, all the films, is obviously water. You know, we're looking at oceans, lakes, rivers. That's kind of what I'm looking at when I think of aquatic horror, at least. You know, I'm thinking of bodies of water, you know, something that's natural. I'm not thinking of like a pool in your backyard or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking natural bodies of water and, you know, crazy shit happening. I think also with um, aquatic horror, you're probably also looking maybe more times often than not for like a monster, a creature of some sort, whether it's like a unknown mythical creature or if it's like a, you know, sharks, crocodiles, snakes. That's usually what you're looking for. Um, for me personally, I do feel like aquatic horror can definitely venture outside of like, you know, monster films as well. Uh, you know, because if, it, if it's happening on a body of water, I feel like it could be defined as aquatic horror. You know, if it's happening on a body of water and something scary is happening, there's a horrific situation at play. And I think it could apply. I also feel like it could aquatic horror could. And I'm just being devil's advocate at this point. But I really feel like it could take place in a pool because I know somewhere, somehow, some white person has fucked some shit up and you're like you know what i'm putting piranhas in my natural pool <laughs> and i'm ready for that movie okay but then that has uh a monster in it you know it has like um as a creature in it so maybe in that way it could definitely work it could be considered aquatic horror because it's a creature of these bodies of water that ends up in like you know a pool or something see maybe you know what right. i want i want a horror movie that takes place at the aquarium I'm, my head is already thinking. I'm trying to think if there is anything that takes place at an aquarium. Besides, like, Jaws, yeah. obviously. The obvious Jaws moments. Um, but I can't think of anything else. I think it's Jaws. Is it the third Jaws? When he, like, completely just chucks his body into the <laughs> aquarium glass and shatters it. I'm pretty sure it's the third Jaws movie. That used to terrify me so much as a kid. Girl, me too. Because I, I tell you, I will... If you take me to an aquarium... Catch me with the sharks all fucking day. Like, I will literally just stand there and stare at them. They are the most fascinating creatures to me. They're so fascinating. Like, they're so terrifying. I also feel like, you know, they are probably the closest thing to, like, maybe a dinosaur that we have on the earth at this time. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that, crocodiles and birds. Yes, yes. So I'm just like, they freak me out. I feel like they're of another world, which they are. The ocean itself takes up a vast majority of our planet. So they're they're freaky to me, for sure. And I also, like, I mean, this is going off on a tangent, but, like, how do people know that the glass is strong enough to hold back these creatures? Who tested that? There, ha there, there has to be some serious oh, yeah. testing, but, like, for sure. I just picture some asshole kid, like... I don't know, puncturing the glass somehow by throwing a fit and then just a rain of fish and water and sharks are set free. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know what? Um, but I don't know, because there's movies that take place like near bodies of water and that involve a lot of water. 
that don't feel like aquatic horror to me. Like I'm thinking of old, I'm thinking of the ring just because the, the well, you know, like uh, it's a heavy part. <laughs> I was all the ring. I got, you now. Yeah. Well, the, well, you know, it's a heavy part of why Sadako is the way Sadako is. And, you know, or the film dark water. I don't know if you've ever seen dark water. It's not my favorite movie, but it's like, it's a, it involves a lot of water. Obviously it's in the title, but it's not necessarily like aquatic horror to me. So there's a lot of movies that are horrific or, you know, uh, that are horror films that take place around water, but they just don't feel like aquatic horrors to me. Because you can even look at Jason Takes Manhattan and a majority of that movie is on a ship. You know what I'm saying? So then do we consider that aquatic horror? I don't feel like a lot of people do. So I think it just comes with the context of like what the film is giving, what she's serving, what she's bringing to the runway. If she's bringing the flavor of an aquatic horror movie, and we all know the flavor. We know what that tastes like. She's salty. We know the flavor of an aquatic horror movie. So I think it's safe to say like if there's a movie that we can define as being an aquatic horror movie, then I think we all just can kind of agree with it. And I'm saying that because one of the movies that we are talking about this month definitely involves no creatures <laughs> whatsoever. So I just want to make sure you guys are prepared for our crazy delusional opinions, I guess. What movie? I, I don't want to, I don't know if I should say it. If y'all, obviously y'all need to go join the Patreon. If you're interested in knowing the schedule for this month ahead of the week that the episode comes out. So if you guys want to know, <laughs> you can go be a part of the Patreon. <laughs> we definitely tried to give a little bit of a, f uh, a a little flavor this month, you know, switching up the, you know, the scenario of an aquatic horror film for sure. But I don't think there's any better way to start than with a shark movie, right? It just feels right to start with a shark movie. I feel a little bit bad that we didn't start with Jaws, <laughs> but... Not me. I would. I don't mind waiting to talk about Jaws for another day because I love that movie so much. And it's kind of like with Scream where I'm just like, I don't know if I want to sit down and like talk about it until like I'm really ready. Whatever floats your boat, girl. <laughs> Should we just jump into the movie? Sure. Okay, we'll be right back and we're going to be discussing The Shallows. Hey, everybody. So if you're enjoying the podcast so far, definitely look into giving us a rating. It would be really, really beneficial. We're open to ideas and feedback. It really goes a long way. So go ahead and look into giving us a rating. Again, we're on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, and many more places. But for now, let's go ahead and get back to the show. Alrighty, we are back, and this week we are discussing The Shallows, originally released on June 24th, 2016. The film was made on an estimated budget of around $17 million. It would then go on to see an opening weekend of around $16.8 million in the U.S. and Canada, before going on and seeing a worldwide gross of around $119 million. With a runtime of one hour and 26 minutes, the film was directed by Jamey Colette Serra. And we have a pretty scarce cast. Really, we're kind of looking at Blake Lively running a one-woman show as Nancy. We do get Oscar Hanada as Carlos, Angelo Jose Lanzo Corozo as just the other surfer that's not Carlos, 
and his friend Joseph Salas as another surfer. They don't really get names, I guess, in the movie. But beyond that, that's kind of what we're working with here. So a mere 200 yards from shore, surfer Nancy is attacked by a great white shark with her short journey to safety becoming the ultimate contest of wheels. So the shallows. Um, you know what? I don't know where to start with this movie, truly. What are you vibing? What are you thinking? What is your thoughts? Just kind of just fresh off with this movie. I would have been upset if I spent money on this in a theater. <gasps> <laughs> I'm gagging. Oh. Um, it's oh. not a bad movie. Okay. I'm not saying that. It okay. just gives me straight to video vibes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. I we are on the same wavelength with this movie. Wow. She's not giving. She is not what I remembered. I remember watching this movie back in 2016. I remember going into it, not expecting anything and coming out liking it. So I went into it this time, which is legitimately the second time that I've seen this movie, expecting to be all about it and leaving unimpressed. (laughs) Like, just to be quite honest, I just was not living with this movie. She didn't really give me what I needed, I feel like. There's some good moments, but overall, just... She's a little scarce. She's um, a little dry. She's a little dry. We'll just say that. There's not enough interesting things to keep me interested. Um, there's not a lot of, you know, I'm not getting the vibes from Blake Lively. Um, I don't know much of her. I know that she's obviously very popular. I don't know if she's like big for the gays. So if I am, you know, flopping, I'm so sorry. I, I I just, I wasn't living with her in this movie. She wasn't giving me much of anything. And it just like, I don't know, girl. I just wasn't living. Like I said, it's not bad. It's just not something that I would have liked to spend money on. I don't know. Could it be bad? Could we consider this bad? Am I crazy for saying we can maybe consider this to be bad no I feel like there's so many bad. movies that we say aren't fucking bad if we say this one's bad i'm going back on half of our reviews i mean no i i, I think a movie's bad i will say it um i tend to probably just you know me i sugarcoat things a lot of the time like i'll say it's awful but then also you know talk about why i enjoy it um sometimes not always but this one i don't i don't I don't know. For me personally, I think she might kind of fall into the bad category. I just wasn't living, girl. There was just like I was just like I, I just need I need a little bit more. There's not a whole lot of like anticipation. There's not like I mean, yeah, there is anticipation because you just want to get off this fucking rock. But um, oh, I guess you're right. Anticipating it to end. Yes, but like, there's not a whole lot of like heart racy. Like, oh my god, is she gonna make it? Moments. Which I feel like you have to have in a shark movie. Yeah. She's definitely giving like, you know, she definitely wanted to be a blockbuster. You know, like she has a lot of like punchy moments where I think visually they were really trying to 
I don't know, like captivate an audience or some shit. Just like the visuals, they were giving grandeur. Like I was getting gorgeous visuals and lots of pretty scenery and lots of great camera work. I don't think the directing in this movie is bad at all. I can definitely see the vibes that they were trying to get. I just don't think it like, I don't know. She just wasn't giving. Yeah, it's pretty. We do get a lot of, we get a few montages of them surfing, of Nancy surfing with the strangers um, that are pretty nice. Um, I really like surfing movies, like uh, oh, do you? <laughs> Johnny Blue Tsunami, Crush Blue Crush, oh. <laughs> um, you know what I mean. <laughs> but I enjoy anything with water, honestly. And it's really, yeah, it's all really pretty. Um and we get a lot of like zoom in shots on just Blake Lively as a person because she's a beautiful human. So like visually very striking, story-wise lacking. She is on this um adventure because her mother has passed away. Um she has a bunch of pictures of her mom at a beach that her mom went to when she found out she was pregnant with Nancy. And now she has aspired to go spend time there because her mother has passed away. Um, but, like, that's pretty much the only story we get. Like, we get a FaceTime call between her and her sister and her father where the father's like, you need to come home and not quit medical school, which they had to insert so we know why she has medical experience later on yeah. in the movie, I guess. Um, but that's it. Like, my mom was a fighter and... Then she gets stranded in the ocean. <laughs> I will tell you that the eyes almost popped out of my fucking head when uh, they explained that she was a medical student at the beginning. I said, oh, okay, so we're going to be seeing this bitch MacGyver her way through this movie. She's going to be stitching her flesh together with a fucking piece of a coral reef. Like, I was ready for all of the wackiness as soon as they had to drop a hint that she was a medical student in, like, the first five minutes. I was like, okay. I was just rolling my eyes already. I was just over it. I also just... You know, I can't help but laugh because when these white people are running off to Mexico and are just so crazy and just running around and doing the most crazy things, we see this happen all the time in these movies, pretty common in movies, and it doesn't have to be just Mexico. Obviously, when, you know, these Americans, primarily, that's what we're eating up over here in America. When these characters are going out to these countries and they just... Just the way that they act so, like, I don't know, just their energy is just really silly to me. Uh, so, like, right from the jump when she's having this conversation with Carlos in the truck, I think it's kind of cute. I kind of like that Carlos is kind of, like, messing with her, but also completely seems to respect her, which I think is nice. He doesn't really treat her like she is, like, a stupid blonde skinny white girl you know he doesn't give her that energy which i think is nice because it sets her up as being somebody that we can also respect as a character because i mean especially for somebody like me again you know i just i wasn't getting a lot from the beginning so having him have this dialogue with her back and forth and just like their dynamic i enjoyed it i kind of wish we had more of them together to be honest um because i really liked their relationship and i was like oh okay and it was nice and it made me kind of enjoy you know what blake was bringing to the movie because after carlos is gone and she's just by herself for the rest of the movie i'm just not feeling it yeah it I I mean, at least she's putting forth effort because there are some Americans that go to Mexico and have no respect for the culture and they oh, just yeah. expect the locals to, or then the people are native to this land that you're deciding to go fucking invade for shits and gigs. Um, 
Like they expect them to learn English. Like, bitch, you're on their property. Like, what? So it does show that she has like at least some respect for the area that she's in. Oh, yeah. I mean, she knows more Spanish than I do. So she's doing way better than I am. Um, also, can we talk about her friend? What an awful friend, right? I don't think we even get her name. They probably show it on screen at one point when they're texting. But, you know, she's not in the movie. But what an awful friend. Because she's supposed to go with her to this beach. So she's not by herself, obviously. You don't want to travel by yourself anyways in general. Like, you never want to go anywhere alone. Especially in another country. You just want to be able to, obviously, have somebody with you at all times if possible. So her friend ditches her because she's nursing a hangover. But we see later on in the movie that her friend is like going to go hang out and try to hook up with some guy randomly the same day. I was like, what a bitch. What an awful friend. Yeah. If you if I brought you or you came on a trip with me where like it was something obviously important to me <laughs> and you tried to dip because you were hungover, I would physically fight you. Like her friend has to know that she's here because her mother who recently passed like had pictures here and it was sentimental to her. Like she, as a friend should have told her other friend, we're only to assume. So like, yeah, like the way you would ditch on the day that I'm actually coming to the beach that I came here for, that I traveled to Mexico for. And then you go hook up with a guy later on. We're not friends. Like what? Yeah. We Sounds friends. like somebody recent in our lives. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me in my head. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, so she's at this beach by herself. Um, again, you know, we get a quick introduction of her, why she's here. She's considering dropping out of medical school because of her mother's passing. And yeah, she's here pretty much just to have a ball. Um, I also don't understand when Carlos is like, how are you going to get back when he drops her off at the beach? And she's like, Oh, you know, Uber. And I'm like, really, how are you getting back? Like, I really wanted yeah. to know what you were doing. Cause I doubt you're getting an Uber. Cause does she really expect Uber to go out there? I'm confused. Right. Like, girl, what? You're at a secluded secret beach that nobody goes to. Yeah. How do you, <laughs> you have to know your location to order an Uber. And she's asked like four times and nobody will tell her what the beach name is. So. Yeah. So I was like, girl, that cannot be your plan. But maybe she's assuming her friend will figure out a way to come and get her later on. But she shouldn't assume that she's going to be a good friend. <laughs> But honestly, like this kind of energy where she feels like she really doesn't have a way back and her friend's ditching her and she's kind of by herself and just kind of figuring herself out. I kind of like that vibe. You know, I kind of like that they are setting her up, obviously, as being kind of a loner because she has to spend the rest of the movie by herself. So, I mean, I think that they do a decent job of setting all that up. Um, seeing like the CGI, like like text messaging graphics and stuff that they had on the screen that looks wild to me. I don't know why. I think it looks fine. It doesn't look bad or anything, but it just looked like so silly. I don't know. I was just like, what is happening right now? I couldn't even follow it. It was so chaotic. I like it. It reminds me of like spree. Very spree. Yeah. Very that. It was still so chaotic. I mean, that movie is also super chaotic. <laughs> so I was having a hard time following. It also, it somehow like, it looks like old Instagram, but like, a messaging system? I don't know, girl. It it looked like old Instagram. That's what I assumed it was. But it's probably not actually Instagram. It's probably like their, you know, gray value version of it. Gray value. It's, <laughs> it's like later picture or something like that. Something like that. Uh, but so she gets to the beach. Obviously, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's amazing. Um, oh, honestly, 
to kind of come back really fast, we forgot to say that the movie starts with like um, a little kid on the beach finding a GoPro. And one of the best jump scares in the movie, for sure, is at the very beginning, because he finds the GoPro on the beach, um, which we soon come to find out is the beach that we are spending this movie on. Um, But he finds the GoPro, he presses play, and it ends up being a video, of course, where the shark comes zooming at the camera, and it, like, jump scares us at the very beginning. And it's one of my favorite scares in the movie, for sure. Um, But yeah, so when we get to this beach, we can kind of sort of tell that this is the same beach from the beginning of the movie. And there's, again, there's only two surfers that are here hanging out. So she, like, gets ready. You know, she's sexy. We get the close-up shots of her body, because why not? Um, And then she goes out into the water, and she talks to those surfer guys for, like, a split second. And they try to invite her to surf, and she's like, no, I'm going to kind of hang out over here. And at the same time, I was like, yes, girl, smart. Just stay away. (laughs) Mind your own business, and don't talk to strangers. But that backfires. Oh, yeah, And also, I mean... In the montage, it shows that they're surfing together anyways, so... Yeah, eventually they surf together. Like, you know, she starts catching those sick waves and feeling the ocean breeze in her hair. And, yeah, we get a sick montage of them, you know, I don't know any surfing terms. Um, Hanging... Grinding the water. Hanging 10. Hanging 10. Alley-ooping. That's a skateboarding reference. (laughs) Alley-ooping. Yeah, I think that's skateboarding. They, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to try. But yeah, we get a montage. Everything seems great and dandy. So the other surfers leave her. You know, they're like, hey, we're heading out. And she's like, okay, I'm going to catch a few more waves. And I'm like, I guess. I would have just left immediately. I would not want to be by myself. I just wouldn't, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what her plan was here. Maybe just cherishing, like, her time here in the beach but not for me yeah because i have like a love hate relationship thing with water like i enjoy swimming i love being in the water but that's typically when it's like a pool when i'm in like a body of water when i'm in a lake the ocean or anything of that nature i'm oh yeah i'm not going alone the fuck I'm not going alone, but also, like, I'm scared. And, like, it's just the obviously the unknown of what's underneath the water that freaks me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I wouldn't be alone. I wouldn't be in the water for probably that long of a time anyways, just because it freaks me out so much. So, I don't know. Can you swim? No, girl. I'm fat. I just float around. Swimming is very very hard i feel like i'm able to float randomly like i can swim but i don't know how i'm keeping myself up like i really don't understand what's happening when i'm swimming like i i feel like i'm putting 110 times more effort than anybody else to swim like i feel like i'm like struggling to stay (laughs) up (laughs) like i keep myself above water but i'm like not getting places very fast does that make sense yeah for sure it makes sense so I guess I can like swim enough to survive. Not a shark attack. Not a shark attack, but like survive in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could never. Um, but yeah, so she's by herself and we pretty much like immediately have her, you know, eat shit right away because while she's surfing by herself, um, you know, it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, the waves are amazing, and we start getting, you know, some teases that the sharks around. Um, and it ends up while she's uh catching a wave <laughs> i'm so awful with these terms while she's catching a wave like the shark 
pretty much comes, which I think is a really cool shot where you can see the shark. Like, I love that shot. I think that's my most, that's my favorite shot in the whole movie, probably. It looks so cool, right? Because it's obviously the wall of water, and then you see just the silhouette of the shark, like right behind her as she's surfing. It looks so fucking cool. That was the one shot that I remembered coming into this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I saw it again, I was like, oh yeah, she still slaps. That's such a gorgeous shot. Another good shot is like whenever she's on top of the um, whale, and then the shark just like swims by and flips the whale over. Oh my god! I don't. First of all, I don't understand why this shark is so aggressive. Like, yeah. why does he have it out for her? I mean, I understand that she's bleeding, but you have like an entire whale to eat, bitch. Like, why? Because, like, science-wise, they say that like sharks like aren't usually hunting us. Like, they're just like, oh, what is that shape? Let me go see. But like, you have a giant whale. <laughs> Yeah, like to me, it doesn't make any sense. But I mean, obviously, I think we're supposed to just, you know, go with the notion that Mm -hmm. the shark is so evil and, you know, he wants her dead and he's hungry for her flesh because that's obviously like the vibe that they're trying to give with the shark is like he's deliberately attacking people like he's deliberately being, you know, a nuisance. (laughs) A nuisance. You silly goose. You silly little walnut head. I think that's just what they're trying to set up, obviously. Because, yeah. yeah, like you said, I mean, he has a whole fucking meal right here in this whale. Um, there was a whole herd of dolphins. Is that what we call them? A school of <laughs> dolphins? I don't know. What I think it's them. a school of fish. I don't know what multiple dolphins are. Yeah, we'll have to Google that one. But there's like a whole stampede of dolphins running through a the stampede? ocean. stampede? Jumping along. <laughs> and running. And like the shark is only interested in her and good old nancy um i will say though the first moment that the attack does happen i think that's probably the one time in the movie where like i really do feel like a sense of dread like that first attack maybe it's because the shot is so cool like that first attack just feels pretty gnarly um because we really don't even see anything because she gets not because we see that shot she gets knocked off the board she hits like the corals and whatnot underneath the water and then as she's trying to like swim away, she gets pulled underneath and obviously is, of course, just the blood in the water, which is always such a gorgeous visual. I bet people who make these types of movies have such a good time like shooting these shots with blood in the water because it is so gorgeous. But she gets bit. We don't see. And then she pulls herself out of the water. And then that's when we see the wound, the bite on her leg. Um, so I kind of like that first attack just because it feels it feels a little bit more threatening because we don't see the attack. So it kind of feels like we're in her POV. Like we don't know what's really happening and it feels really chaotic and we don't know what the shark looks like. We don't even know if it's a regular shark. You know, we don't know if this is some type of crazy sci-fi concoction of a shark. So, you know, that first attack is just really alarming. And I think that's probably the best part of the movie for me, for sure, is that first attack. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I think you just took all my points which is good i'm glad we're on the same page um also but like the bite on her leg doesn't look like a bite it just looks like a cut yeah which is okay whatever (laughs) i just i don't understand how that works yeah see i don't i'm not good with this stuff either but it definitely looks like the cleanest shark bite i've ever seen in my life right right so i have a problem with that and also an update um <laughs> a group of dolphin is called a pod. <gasps> well, there's a whole pod of dolphins just <laughs> swimming by Mr. Great White. I'm obsessed with that. That's cute. <laughs> Can we be called a pod? 
Oh, we are. Oh, cute. <laughs> I just realized. I love it. I love it. Um. So, yeah. So, she gets attacked. She ends up isolated on a... Does the whole whale thing happen before? Mm-hmm. She gets isolated on the rock? Mm-hmm. So, the whale thing is crazy to me. Like, first off, the dead whale just floating in the water is wild. And just everything that happens with it is just so bonkers. My first inkling is if I see a dead whale in the water, I'm not going to go towards it because that means that sharks are feeding, you know? So, like, the idea would be to go away, but, like, I would not be thinking logically in this time anyway, so I don't know why, (laughs) I assume. But that does bother me. She goes towards it. She climbs on the whale (laughs) um, to escape them the first time. Um, and then, so to backtrack a little bit, she falls off of her board because a seagull attacks her. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. But yeah, she takes refuge on a seal. I mean, a seal, a whale for a little while. Yeah, and the way that she's gripping this thing, like she is the gorilla grip that she has on oh this damn whale is crazy. Yeah, she's like, sticking her fingers inside of his flesh as ugh. handholds. I was, like, wincing the entire time. I was like, girl, not this. I was just convinced that, like, his skin would fall away and she would just drop into the water. It just starts ripping off, like, poltergeist. Yeah. Yeah, but she is, again, gripping for dear life. And it's pretty crazy. And then, like Stormy says, this great white... I mean, I, I can only assume, obviously, that the shark probably does have the strength to completely knock her off this whale like with so much force the shot the shot is crazy yeah the shot of the shark coming up through the water and the blood and then just fucking i don't know i guess like hitting it with his nose and flipping this whale tail to end into the fucking sky is kind of wild it was a little wild to me she was giving a little fast and furious she was getting a little <laughs> she was giving a little summer blockbuster tease like i get it i get the vibes but it was wild like it really was ridiculous dwayne the rock johnson just pops out of the whale oh my god he is the <laughs> fucking shark he, is he just the voices shark. the shark <laughs> i don't know it is it's maui <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it works. It's crazy. But yeah, she flies off this well. And then that's when she ends up on this isolated rock with a seagull who also has been hurt. Um, she uses the strap from her surfboard to um, kind of tighten her leg, obviously, with the pressure. And, you know, we see that medical background coming into hands or coming in or being very handy very quickly here. Oh, yeah. Got to cut off the blood flow, girl, before you bleed out right away. Uh-huh. I mean, it is impressive. I mean, again, I can't help. I mean, I get it. It's a movie. They set it up. I can't help but roll my eyes at when she, you know, when she's doing this medical stuff because I'm just like, oh. it's just such an easy way to like get around it. Um, but it's interesting to see how she does maneuver around everything, I guess, because her using her jewelry and her earrings and whatnot to kind of give herself like some, you know. Yeah, the idea that this Walmart fucking earring cuff is holding her leg together is fucking wild, girl. Oh, no, baby. She's a medical student. You know that is 24 carats. You know that's gold. Solid gold. Mm, You know her daddy's rich. You know daddy got that good good. You know his his, uh, wallet's fat. (laughs) Oh, my God. She's not on good with her daddy, though, so is it? I mean, she is... 
fucking abroad in Mexico. So you know what? <laughs> yeah, that is some solid gold, I'm sure. But, but like, still, still like crazy. the idea that a, an earring is holding the meat of your leg together is wild i again yeah my head is like uh and i when i question these things i'm like but also i was like i you know i'm a few brain cells shy of being completely lost in the sauce so like i can't like i feel like i can't complain too much but yeah seeing just like it was literally just two pieces of jewelry that she put on either side of this huge shark bite that's on her leg and then she wraps it up and i'm just like is that the shark square like it's not even a bite i don't understand it, oh it's clean the cleanest bite you've ever seen the cleanest bite you'll ever see in any shark movie ever but mm. yeah she just puts her jewelry there tightens it up a little bit and that's it and i'm like is that doing anything for you like i had a question mark the rest of the time i'm like are you not like just bleeding a lot because it feels like so say the earring does hold it together can you hear the weeboos going oh my god Sorry. Um, say it does hold it together. Like over time, your meat would give out <laughs> and it would just like rip through the meat of your leg. It's just like I just I, I feel like there should be. I mean, she passes out for a little bit, you know, but like. I don't know. She lost a lot of blood. You know what I'm saying? Like she lost a lot of blood in this. This jewelry is holding this together enough to where she, you know, doesn't lose any more blood i just i don't get it and she just like rinses it in the salt water like that's gonna sanitize anything like ma'am this water is quite literally like where fish fucking eat and shit and i'm saying she's giving transformers she's giving you know simple plot points to explain a reason why this is something we shouldn't care about anymore and we're just gonna move past it and show you the next cool big thing in the movie like that's what it's giving and i'm just like oh we're okay her leg's fine now she's good we're moving on and i'm like okay thanks like i feel like her leg should be like completely blue by the time this movie ends right she shouldn't have like been able to swim with it at the end i'm just confused maybe we just don't know anything about the human body maybe we don't have the will to live so we don't understand like <laughs> the body of somebody who does i would literally have just like sat on my board and drowned girl like i wouldn't even made it to the whale it's just crazed. It's a crazy situation, but it works. Again, we're going to just move on. Her leg's fine and dandy now. Um, obviously, she's wounded. You know, she, we see that for the rest of the movie. She has some moments, you know, a little limping here and there. I get it. Uh, but beyond that, you know, the huge chunk of skin that's missing in her body is just, it's fine now. So she, you know, is left on this rock. She's stranded. Um, we... <laughs> Because she spends the night on this rock uh, with Steven Seagull. That's what she names him as Steven. Um, and the next morning, early in the morning, pretty much, she's up very early. She wakes up at 6 a.m. I kind of like that they give us the time throughout the movie because obviously it explains how long she's out here for us. Oh, yeah, they show us when high tide and low tide is. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like that kind of shit. I don't know why. I just really enjoyed that aspect for some random reason. And then I feel like you would just get lost in time out there. Like, there's no way that you would, without that, you would have no idea what day it is or how long it's been that you've been out there. Because my dramatic ass would be like, I've been out here for two weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah. If I was there for one night, it would probably feel like a year. 
I would be so dramatic when I got off that rock. <laughs> be like, I haven't had McDonald's in 16 years. She also, she tries to eat a crab at one time, at one point. Oh, she does. That was wild to me. <laughs> but she's freezing during the nighttime. Uh, just sh- shivering her little bones off, which I can only imagine because like the wind off of the water, freezing. Yeah, so cold. And you're wet. Okay, you know, also, really quickly, the movie's called The Shallows for a specific reason. And I think that's supposed to be a selling point of this movie to make it interesting and different from other shark movies is that it takes place in shallow water. Obviously, you know, they make point of that often. She's like 200 feet, or sorry, 200 yards from shore. Yeah, which I think is, I mean, you said at the beginning, like, it's supposed to maybe add more urgency, but it doesn't really feel that way because... Like, she's supposed to be near the shore. So, like, I feel like the idea is, like, it's a scramble for her to try to get to the shore in some way because she's so close to it. But it it just, like, it doesn't feel like that because she's just, like, stationary the entire time. Um, I mean, she can't do much. And I think that they go about it in, like, the probably the best way that they can because she's not going to just, like, continuously try to run, obviously, to the shore and, like, actually hand-to-hand combat the shark and make it crazy. I mean, later on, kind of. A little bit, yeah. As we get to the end, it gets really crazy. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if that really, like, makes a difference with me on this movie. I don't think it really adds much to it. I don't know. How do you feel about it? I think I would have more hope if I was in shallow water than, like, the middle of the fucking ocean. If we're in shallow water, I think it would have been so cool. Because this movie is already so wild. If she at some point was able to break off a piece of coral or something and, like, just stab at this shark. You know, if we're going to be wild like that, then I would have loved to seen something like that. Yeah, like, use nature against nature. (laughs) Yeah. I think what bugs me about this movie is that it just takes itself so serious and maybe that's what annoys me about it because like it feels silly to me and i enjoy when a movie like feels silly and like it can also call attention to itself and kind of you know be self-aware it felt it feels silly to me and the fact that they try to take it so serious just makes me roll my eyes like the part whenever she has to like undo her tourniquet to try and get blood flow back into her leg I don't know why it was so funny. They focused on her toes and her toe like barely moves. Just like, come on, baby. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, girl, what? (laughs) I'm like, I understand that you're trying to not lose your leg, but just the way (laughs) it just felt. The moment felt silly. I don't know. Maybe are we awful? Yeah, we are awful. We've always been awful, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just just did not care the entire movie. I was like, okay, gossip girl, do what you got to do. I just... Stop that right now. I was just like, girl, you can go at any moment, and I would be ready for the next character to come on and take the screen. (laughs) I was just like, girl, I can't. Um, But in the middle of the night, or not middle of the night, I guess, the very next morning after the night, very early in the morning, she notices that there's a drunk man on the beach. He's passed out. Um, You know, this is her moment to try to get some kind of help. And he pretty much starts stealing from her. Oh, yeah. She's like, my bag, it's there. Like, go, go get my bag. Call for help. And he just puts on her backpack. (laughs) (laughs) So funny to me. Uh, But he doesn't make it very far. Because he ends up dying. The shark ends up killing him. Yeah, why did he... If he's going to steal from her, why did he just... Why did he get on the board? I don't understand. 
I mean, he's drunk, so I guess we're just to assume he's stupidly drunk and, you know, not coherent and not making any sense whatsoever, which just fits into the rest of this movie because, you know, yeah, he just like randomly. I mean, if you're stealing something, why aren't you just running away from the scene of the crime? Or stumbling. Why are we going to stumble into the ocean and take a little dip? (laughs) Well, and like in my brain, I was like, maybe he's like taking her stuff to her. But I don't know. Oh, okay. Maybe, you know what? We'll go with that. But he doesn't make it very far because he ends up dying. Um, (laughs) I do love that his body is cut in half, though. Or, you know, torn apart, I guess is a better way of saying it. Oh, yeah. We get a shot of him, like, crawling onto shore. But, like, his bottom half is at the edge of the water while he's in the sand. She's giving Revenge of the Sith when uh, Anakin's been burned. Oh, (laughs) his body's in half at the lava yeah that's what she's i'm following i'm tracking now i was like i feel like the camera angles are like almost similar as well so (laughs) i think that's just what she was intending it's a love letter to star wars i really i I, that's exactly the vibe i got fair enough girl so what is that (laughs) art art imitates art (laughs) um and after this we pretty much get the two surfers that come back to help her right well try to help her (laughs) tried yeah Try is key in the entire movie. Because they come strolling back to the beach, and before she can warn them, they get into the water and end up getting completely decimated by the shark. The Their deaths, though, are pretty pretty spectacular, I will say. I think it's a pretty fun little moment when they come into the water and get torn apart. Yeah. Well, because at first, like, the waves dip, and you think that they're dead, and then they show that they're not. And then one gets fucking completely demolished. And another um, makes it to the rock, like almost completely to the rock that she's on. Um, She is literally like leaning over the rock, trying to pull them up like, I got you, I got you. And of course, it's the one that's wearing the GoPro. (laughs) So you get this really heartbreaking moment of her promising him that she's got him and it's going to be okay. And then he gets dragged down into the depths and all you see is just red filling the water. You know what? The uh, entire scene's great. You know what? To be honest, kind of coming back on it. I know we're kind of shitting on the movie. And honestly, she kind of deserves it. But um, their scenes or their death scene's great. The fucking jump scare when the shark pops up and just grabs that surfer, the first one. when mm-hmm. he's going The one that's to starting to. Yeah, he's trying yeah. to leave. Yeah, the way the shark just pumps up or just jumps out of the water and kills him is amazing. The other one's death is less enthused or is less exciting because he just gets drug into the water um it does like pull on your heartstrings though it's supposed to, don't make that face at me just because you're heartless doesn't <laughs> i yeah i'm just sitting here like i'm i'm sad that the locals are dying and not her Adrian. so you know what you're right it is a heartbreaking moment you're right but yeah great moment you know they die and it's very sad and you know the surfboard she's... flies into the water or flies into the air snapped in half <laughs> uh and she ends up getting the gopro you know fuck the man's life she got the gopro and she records a video obviously you know to her family just in case um and she did great i think she was very believably sad in that moment also she like breaks steven's wing or like snaps it back into place 
yeah, she's able to like miraculously get this wing like fixed. Like I guess he I guess it was like his wing was dislocated, so she just like snaps it back. I'm gonna Google that right now. If you're able to like repair a dislocated bird wing in an instant. I don't know if it's to show us that she has like compassion or something, but Or that she's a medical student. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Imagine making friends with a seagull. It's giving uh, castaway vibes where he makes friends with the, with the volleyball. Yes. I was going to say that earlier, too. It's like, I feel like they were just trying to give us a little bit of everything. Like anything, you know, just like stuff that we have seen before that's familiar but different. You know, it came out in a time where we were getting, obviously, a lot of supernatural horror. And it's nice to have... You know, a little break of aquatic horror. And I think, you know, out of all the shark movies that I've seen, this is probably on the higher end, I would assume. You know, a lot of these shark movies are crazy. And this one definitely feels a lot more solid. But at the same time, I'm just like... I I also feel like it's really difficult to make... No, I'm not even going to say that. I was going to say it feels like it's really difficult to make a good movie whenever it's just one person. But if you've ever seen the can't remember the number but it's james franco the the hiker that gets trapped oh yeah 127 hours there you go um that one's good and it's just him so i don't know what's happening here there's plenty of movies where there's like like one person or just very few people in the cast and it works gerald's game is one that i think of as well immediately that's pretty much a one woman show and it's great. And, you know, besides, you know, some supporting characters here and there, obviously. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it was with this one. Maybe I, I would want, I, I can try it again another day, but I'm just not living. I was just gagging, you know, but maybe I'm just so used to my shark movies being a little bit absurd. You know what I'm saying? We're used to like Sharknado. <laughs> Shark night. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what it is. I'm just like, yeah, I'm used to my shark movies being a little bit silly. So now that this one's serious, we're like, mm, I'll pass. I don't know. Maybe I don't know why it's off-putting to me. I don't even want to say off-putting. It just feels weird. And it just like, it makes the movie feel really weird to me because it's also silly. So I just think that the tones were kind of random for me. But that's just, again, me, my own personal feelings. I'm sure people love this movie. We're not even done talking about it, by the way. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so what happens after the surfers die? So she gets the camera. Yes, um, the camera. She figures out like the timing between it. Like takes this much time to get from the whale to the where she's at. It's like thirty seconds or something like that, and that's how she does time her uh, her moment to get the camera. Then um, she makes it back to the rock, makes her video. She sees that there's like a buoy in the distance. Um, but between her and the buoy is like a, f- I don't even know, a group of jellyfish. <laughs> a group a of jellyfish. jellyfish. <laughs> Let's see. I'm, I'm about to Google it right now. What's a group of jellies called? Also, I love jellyfish. I would love to be a jellyfish. Like, no thoughts, just floating in the water. Oh, my God. A group of jellyfish is called a smack. (gasps) Okay. Uh, So there's a snack between her and the buoy. 
So there's a smack of jellyfish in the way. Um, and then she realizes that like um, during one of the previous attacks, the shark ran away whenever it hit some coral. And she has this moment where she realizes, oh, yeah, um, earlier Carlos says that there is some um, coral that hurts like jellyfish whenever you touch it. So then she <laughs> decides that she's going to risk it for the biscuit and swim into this smack of jellyfish. Crazy. I mean, I guess in this moment you really don't have any other option. But it also definitely feels just like a death wish also. Yeah. Like you're in water and like water is a conductor for electricity. So like you're just continually getting shocked, no? Right. It just doesn't seem smart. I mean, she makes it through, obviously. But like in that moment, I was like, girl. And I get like it's her only option, really. Kind of, I would assume. You know, there's really nothing else she probably really can do. But she swims into it, thinking that this is her head start because the jellyfish will distract the shark long enough for her to make it to the buoy. Um, She catches a jelly to the arm, like shoulder area, um, and still keeps swimming like a fucking champ. She, her will to live is wild. Also, her lung capacity, impressive. And she does get stung a lot, you know, also. Oh, yeah. And she's screaming underwater. Yeah, that was also crazy to me, too, when she was just screaming out that Again, like, I would be dead so fast. Like, I could not hold my breath and, like, scream and, like, keep going. As soon as my mouth opens, like, I'm done. Underwater. It's over. Oh, yeah, girl. I have to plug my nose. But then she realizes on the other side of the buoy, like, the bottom, the weight of the buoy is super pokey on the bottom. So I guess she... We, they have to show us that in order to give us our final fucking scene. <laughs> so, yeah. It's spiky. Yeah, so then she swims to the buoy as fast as she can, and it's a race between her and the shark to get to the buoy. Um, and so she gets on the staircase to the buoy, and just as the shark bites it, one of the stairs breaks, and as she's falling... She stabs the stair directly into the shark's back. Yes. And he gets pissy and swims away for a second. Long enough for her to fight her way onto this buoy. Crazy. This whole last scene is wild. Like, she's legitimately, it feels like she's like, I mean, you said that a little bit earlier. Like, one step away from just fully starting a fist fight with this shark. (laughs) Yeah. Like, fists versus fins, girl. All she's doing is pissing it off, you know? <laughs> like, Yeah, literally. And I'm just like, girl. Again, braver than I could ever be. But this last scene is, it's so ridiculous. And I, rem- I remember even like watching this movie for the first time. I was like, oh, this is crazy. Like the way that the shark is like biting at the, uh, like the stairs or like the ladder on the buoy. It's just crazy. And at this point you realize, you know, the shark isn't like, I don't know if this is normal behavior. <laughs> like, I don't know if this yeah. is normal. This shark is just evil. What's going on with this shark? Is he a cocaine shark? Is he? <laughs> He's a shark night 3D shark. Oh my God. But while she's on this buoy, she, she takes a moment to like compose herself and like sit in the middle of the buoy. Um, but she realizes that there's ships in the distance 
Um, and I didn't know this was a thing, but apparently there is a box on buoys that has a flare gun, which yeah. like makes sense, obviously. But I didn't know that was like a thing. So she fights this box open, um, sets off some flares, which do nothing for her. They just fizzle into the water. <laughs> but then she looks at it and has this whole moment of like, I have a fucking gun. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Just a weapon, a long range weapon, which is very handy. And, you know, a shark attack. Right. And like whenever she opened the flare box in the beginning, um, she threw all of the flares into the water. So she is to go bobbing for flares throughout this whole fucking scene as she's trying to get the boat's attention. But yeah, then she decides, oh, we flash back to the kid on the beach for like a split second. Because he's found the camera. And that's, yeah, and that's when we finally make the connection that like, oh, this is where... It's all connected. And then as the kid's running away with the camera, the shark hits the buoy and breaks it free from its weight. So now it's just a free-floating buoy. And in that moment, she decides that she's going to shoot the shark (laughs) with the flare gun. (laughs) Um, And she only has like two or three flares at this point. So she's just like holding on to this free-floating buoy that's bouncing all over the place as the shark throws her around, shoots him twice. And she's riding this buoy like she's been riding the seas, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> She's been doing this her whole life. She's a sea witch. Mm-hmm. Ursula and shit, just fucking controlling the sea. It's crazy. But then she crawls to the top to get, like, I guess a, a better, better view and a better shot. And uh, this is honestly another good shot, too. Uh, she says, fuck you to the shark and shoots him again. Um, and it sets the water on fire. Bitch, I? <laughs> I don't know. I... Where where did this gas come from? Maybe I'm dense and I missed something. But, like, why is the water on fire? It, no, there's no reason for it to be. Okay. The water catches on fire. Yeah, and then the shark gets upset and swims down and, like, extinguishes himself and then comes and bites the buoy and keeps chewing on the buoy until the buoy fucking flips over and dunks her into the water, which, again, that's terrifying. This big metal thing is pushing you towards a shark. Yeah, it's so scary. Um, It hits the door, like, hits her in the face, the door to the fucking that flare part- gun gave me like chills oh yeah yeah that part i don't know why it hurt me so much all i can think about is like whenever have you ever had a baby headbutt you in the face <laughs> no i have not <laughs> i have not whenever alita was a baby she would like bobble around and then just <laughs> just headbutt me as hard as she fucking could because oh her neck just got worn out that's what it reminded me of. oh my god um very cute reference <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we get a, a another good shot of the shark coming up through the water, um, and she's like safe inside the like the middle of the buoy because we're flipped upside down now, so it's like kind of like an underwater cage. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's another good shot though, and he comes and bites the buoy a couple of times, and then we get this. We finally make the connection that the weight at the bottom again is very spiky. And he is on her ass. So, therefore, 
she decides to pull this chain free and just dive as fast as she can for this uh, spiky thing in the water. The shark falls for it and shoots down in the water after her and fucking impales himself at like 40 miles per hour on <laughs> this spiky. spiky weight that they've shown us three times Multiple at this times. point is spiky. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I get it, girl. Sounds good. Yeah, you don't have to over-explain how the movie's going to end. You don't even have to show me They do a lot of over-explaining, though. It's like, they did the whole, I'm a medical student. I'm down sometimes. It bugs. It tries, it's just like, it tries to take itself so seriously, but also treats the rest of us like we're idiots the entire time. Yeah. And I'm like, but then that's all, but it also acts completely stupid and has a lot of stupid moments in it. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, you can't have all these different things going on it's just not going to taste right you know what i'm saying the recipe is a little miss she's a little it's missing a little something for sure um but i love this shark getting impaled in the mouth by this spiky ass weight like it's oddly satisfying to see that thing crash into it yeah and it's he's so he was going so fast he was swimming so fast i don't know how she was beating him <laughs> at that, but you go, None bro. Of it I don't understand any of it, but that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, it from there we go back to the little kid like running through the woods, the woods, running through like the jungle, I guess. And it's Carlos's kid that yeah, found, <laughs> that found the <laughs> Yeah, that found Carlos. the GoPro and Carlos runs to the water. And um, saves the day, our hero Carlos, which I, like you said earlier, I love him. He's he's my favorite person in this movie. Yeah. But he doesn't hesitate. He's in jeans and a fucking plaid shirt and just dives <laughs> into the water to save her. Um, at this point, she is just floating in the water, which how shitty would it have been to go through all of that? And then another shark just <laughs> came back up. Yeah. I would have loved that ending. But Carlos drags her to the shore and gives her CPR and she coughs up a bunch of water. And that's pretty much it, girl. Oh, Steven Seagull's on the shore. He made it to the shore. Don't oh, yes. <laughs> the most important part. Steven Seagull survived. I mean, yeah, I'm happy he survived. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then a year later, she's in Galveston, Texas. Um and she's surfing with her sister, and they're happy. Everybody's happy. Their father's there. He's happy. Everything's great. She's a doctor now by that point. Oh, yeah. She's a doctor. She's wearing a full face of makeup. She's got a giant scar on her leg from the time she was attacked by a shark. Not the full face of makeup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and her sister says, ready to get wet, Dr. Adams. And I'm like, you just had to tell us that she's a fucking doctor. I hate it. I hate it. Also, she was going to drop out her last year of medical school. That's wild. Honestly, I don't give a fuck. Quit, honestly. Yeah, do what you want. Fuck your old white dad. (laughs) Honestly. Not like literally. You know what I mean? But that's it. That's the shallows. And she's crazy. Um, I've probably said it more than enough times throughout this recording. I'm sure you're all tired of me saying it. She didn't give me what I needed her to give. Um, but there are some great moments, obviously. Like, we highlighted what we liked in this movie, you know? Mm-hmm. I think the shark looks good, to be honest, actually. Like, let's kind of oh, yeah. focus on that. Because this is quite a bit of time ago now. 2016 is now 
six years ago. So yeah. it looks pretty decent. I mean, it wasn't a super long time ago, obviously, but it's nearing a decade and four years. So it doesn't look as like corny as I feel like a lot of CGI does around this time specifically. Oh yeah. Especially whenever it like accordions its way into the spiky thing in the water. <laughs> like even the visuals stand up with that. Um, like I said, visuals are all beautiful. The shots are all great. It's just, I think the storyline's lacking. It is. Sadly, I think obviously, you know, Nancy's fine as a character in, in the moments where she gets the shine. Uh, but beyond that, yeah, like Stormy said, it's lacking. And I mean, we've seen plenty of films where it's a single person by themselves. And I don't know, a lot of those movies just seem to kind of keep the pace moving a little bit better. I don't know what it is with this one. I really, I just don't know. But when she's just kind of sitting there by herself, I'm just like not interested. I just don't care. Yeah. Um, would you watch it again? Would I watch this movie again? Not unless I had to. Not unless I had to. Okay. So if somebody was like, Somebody was like, I want to watch a shark movie. It, you wouldn't go for this one. No, God, never. <laughs> I want to watch a serious shark movie. <laughs> no, I would sooner put on Sharknado. If somebody says, let's watch a shark movie, my first instinct is probably Jaws. Um, after Jaws, probably... I mean, I don't know. Oh my God, there's so many. Probably a Deep Blue Sea. But that one's so stupid and silly because it's purposely stupid and silly yeah um, so i don't know but it definitely wouldn't be the shallows i don't think maybe i'm by myself maybe i'm on a lonely island here no i also wouldn't do that girl okay <laughs> I, was just, I, I was just being a fucking devil's advocate i'm not by myself right I mean, we kind of talked about it at the beginning but now that we're at the end now that we reflected on it no she's kind of a flop a flop oh um it's not the worst it's not the worst I, I don't think I would watch it again, though. No, I'm not going to. Not if I don't have to. I'm just not going to. Again, I just, I, it just didn't give me anything. Um, but I guess I'm talking about it again and, like, you know, kind of rehashing everything. I guess it doesn't really necessarily feel like a bad movie. You're right to call me out in the beginning. I don't think it's bad, but I just didn't care for it. So, um I think it's fine. I if somebody likes this movie, if you guys enjoy this movie, please like literally reach out and please tell me <laughs> what you like about it. Like not to be shady or anything. I just like want to know what we're living for here cuz I just I just don't see the appeal for this movie. I don't. What is its rating on anything? Let me go look. Not that it matters, but a 6.3 out of 10. A 59 meta score. I mean, pretty solid. I mean, genuinely seems to be pretty liked. So. Hmm. Maybe we're alone. Yeah. I don't know. What are we going to rate this one out of? Mm. Spiky weights at the bottom of the ocean. No, Steven Seagulls. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of Steven Seagulls. What are you giving it? Um, I'd say it's a two and a half Stevens Seagulls. I would also give it two and a half Steven Seagulls. Including the broken arm. 
including the broken wing. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so yeah, if you guys are interested in watching Blake Lively stare a lot, this movie is not really available to stream anywhere right now, but you can rent it, of course, on iTunes and Amazon. It's generally the same price as most other films. It's around $4 to rent. Um, so if you want to, you can. Is it anywhere? Were you able to find it anywhere else? I had to rent it, unfortunately. No, I rented it on Prime. Okay. Give Bezos my money. Ugh, yeah, unfortunately, we did pay money for this one. Um, but yeah, if you know this is your vibe then go for it and we will be back next week um next week we are going to be talking about a movie that i'm really excited to talk about again you will have to wait till next week to see what it is um, but stormy before we go where can everybody find us you can find us on twitter and instagram at the same handle at slash underscore her underscore pod you can find us streaming on pretty much every platform including spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can find us on Patreon and get lots of extra perks. And speaking of Patreon, thank you to our patrons. Adrian, if you want to read us our list. Yes. So, of course, shout out to our Patreons. Um, Everybody is, of course, uh, at our highest tier. So, thank you guys so much for, I mean, again, just being amazing and supportive. And we really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, so our Patreons, of course, are Yvette R, Michael D, Alma R, Patience, Annie, and Ree J. Welcome to July. Yeah, welcome to July. Bonus episodes galore. And the, the most exciting update of July is Adrian and I will be living in the same motherfucking state this month, bitch. Hey, so hopefully by the time June comes around, you'll be hearing us be, June. I mean, June for everybody else. Oh, June already happened. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I was like, what? Oh, my God. What's after July? August. Hopefully by the time August episodes start dropping, we're in the same room. But obviously, we'll tell you guys whenever you listen when that actually happens. So <laughs> I just had to say be it. Be on the lookout. Um, but thanks yeah. for listening, guys. Yeah, thank you so much, everybody. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye.